There are some things that are too good to keep a secret. Like how your Amex Platinum card helps you have the perfect trip. I'd like to check into the Centurion Lounge. Or how it seems like you always get those hard-to-snag tables. Ooh, yum. And how you get the most out of select can't-miss events. With access to the Centurion Lounge, Resi Priority Notified, and Amex card member benefits at select events, you'll have to share. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Take Off with John Clark. And we've got a couple of good conversations here. Mike Tirico and Lane Johnson. Mike Tirico, of course, from NBC and Sunday Night Football. He's at the Kentucky Derby. The Kentucky Derby is on NBC this Saturday. And Lane Johnson, he spoke for Mental Health Awareness Month at the Annenberg Center in Philly. I was there with him. You know what he's been through. He's been through a lot with anxiety and depression. I spoke with him about that. And the state of the Eagles and where they stand in the NFC. Enjoy these conversations. All right, we are joined by Lane Johnson, and this is a special month, uh, mm-hmm. Mental Health Awareness Month. Mm-hmm. And you've been so brave coming out and sharing your story. Mm-hmm. You met with some people. How proud are you that you're able to help so many people now? I'm sure you get letters and emails mm-hmm. and DMs and things like that, all the people that you're helping. Yeah, well, initially I was kind of reluctant to, you know, share my story, but you know, everything was public with kind of my um, my circumstances a few years ago, but I feel like it's it's helped a lot of, especially the younger crowd, the young generation coming up. I feel like a lot of kids are um, getting help uh, that they need. Uh, more importantly, I guess learning more and developing their sales more. And I think with that, uh, it creates a lot of change. And you talked about it, kids growing up now, there's so much anxiety and things going on when they see a guy like yourself the best right tackle in the NFL coming out and discussing what you're going through, mm-hmm. that really helps them know that they're not alone in this. Yeah, I think what helped me was other athletes like, you know, Kevin Love, uh, Tyson Fury, you know, even Brian Dawkins when he was here, he talked about, you know, the stuff that he battled with uh, throughout his career. So it doesn't matter how big a player, how big a role you are, you know, it affects uh, people from all over. So I think it's the one thing that, that unites us. So 10 years ago, you were drafted by the Eagles, and then you see this draft, and they're adding a whole bunch of new Georgia Bulldogs, guys on defense. How impressed are you with the draft the Eagles had and some of the new guys coming in here on the line? Yeah, I'm super excited. You know, uh, the upstairs, they know what it takes to to win games. I mean, it usually starts up front, O-line, D-line, O-line getting after guys, and the D-line just coming in waves. So numbers and the more pass rushers, the better. So I feel like the guys that we have – you know, in addition to some of the other guys we drafted, just a really complete package all around. So I'm um, looking forward to, to OTAs and then getting into training camp before too long. Yeah, those camps, uh, they could be like uh, Georgia versus uh, Alabama, Ge- SEC. Georgia versus everybody. <laughs> versus everybody else. How about DeAndre Swift after yeah. what you saw him in Detroit due to the Eagles? Um, I mean, how impressive is he as a running back, and, and how much are you going to enjoy opening holes for him? He's very impressive. I think, you know, he can do things out of the backfield, and you can stretch him out wide, and he can do things out there. So, really, the more you can do in this league, the, the better, the more value you bring to the team. But, you know, having him, I remember – can't remember what quarter it was, but I remember pretty early him scampering for a good, you know, 50-yard run against us. Like, who, who's this guy? But, yeah, excited to have him, and I think he's going to bring a, a variety of uh, weaponry with him. 
Who do you think is going to be at the other guard spot this year? I mean, obviously you drafted Tyler, and then you got uh, possibly Cam. I mean, it could be a competition. Yeah, I think it'll be a good battle, um, you know, throughout OTAs and training camp. But excited. Competition's good. I think it'll bring out the best of, of both guys. But, yeah, I'm excited to, to get back and feeling healthy and just excited to be here. As an alumni of the Bro Barn, to see Jalen Hurts yeah. get his contract, how satisfying is that for you and everybody else that takes the field with him? Uh, it's just so cool, you know, seeing his journey from, you know, going through what he went through in college, handling all that with, I uh, feel like, an extreme grace. And then being the leader he's been the past few years, um, you know, Justin to the NFL and just keeps improving. But, you know, the work ethic and character uh, never changed. And, you know, that's, that's why he's doing the things he's doing. Uh, truly a unique guy. Howie Roseman said he's never going to be able to get over the Super Bowl. Yeah. How about for you? You've won one, but yeah. but does it still kind of come into your mind like on a daily basis? Yeah, sometimes you'll have flashbacks, and yeah, it's just it's one of those things. It's like you know you, you spend the whole year painting a masterpiece, and when you get ready to put your name on it, uh, somebody stole. You know, it's not there no more. So start over. <laughs> That's really is the best way I could describe it. It's uh, you know a long season. I feel like we did a lot of great things. Just came up a little short, but. You know, that's going to bring the that's what makes championships so special. So uh, getting back out there, being able to compete with the guys and, and trying to get one again is, is going to be fun. Yeah. Final question. You lost a lot of guys yeah. through free agency. But do you think they've done a good job of replenishing some of those positions? Yeah. I mean, I feel like they they know our, our roster very well, um, you know, especially losing the guys, the caliber of guys that we lost. Obviously need to replace those guys, um, young guys, hungry guys, and then, and then some savvy vets, too. So. You know, I trust those guys upstairs. They've been doing this for a long time and, and a lot of resources to, to help them with it. Well, best wishes. And yep, thanks thank for everything you're doing, especially during Mental Health yeah. Awareness Month. Thank you. All right, everybody. Let's welcome in from NBC, Mike Tirico. You're used to seeing him on Sunday Night Football with the Eagles, Eagles-Cowboys most of the time, but he's <laughs> doing the Kentucky Derby this weekend. So for us in Philly, Mike, uh, what are you looking for in the Derby this weekend? I think we had a huge upset last year. Could there be another one this year? Yeah. Johnny, we had an incredible upset last year. Rich Strike came out of nowhere at the very end to win the Derby's second longest shot. Uh, we have a horse named Two Phils, P-H-I-L apostrophe S. It's not Philadelphia. It's two guys named Phil, but that's okay. At least we got a Two Phils in here somewhere. Here's the deal. We've got 20 horses going into the Derby in all likelihood. Seven of the 20 are trained by two guys. They're two of the best trainers in the game right now, Todd Fletcher and Brad Cox, and Pletcher has two of the favorites. Forte is the two-year-old champ, is one of the favorites, and then right after that is Tappet Trice. Those are the two horses going into Saturday will be the one and two choices. So if people are betting here in Philly, is there a horse that you say, man, that has good odds, let's jump on that horse? Is there a horse you think could come out of there and, and win it over those favorites? Betting in Philly, that doesn't happen, right? Uh, you know, here's the deal. The Derby over the last few years has given us upsets and surprises, but the favorite always seems to be involved first, second, or third, uh, most recently second or third. So if you like to do uh, exactives with the top two horses or a trifecta with the top three horses and any combination box trifecta, I would say history recently tells us include – the favorite, which would be Forte in that mix. So however you like to handicap the race, don't forget about the favorite. Good call there. Uh, speaking of favorites here in Philly, I got to ask you, after the draft the Eagles had, are the Eagles the favorite in the NFC? 
I would think with San Francisco's uncertain quarterback situation, if I start going through the divisions, Minnesota and Detroit are good. There's nobody really good in the South. The Rams are in rebuild mode, but the Niners are the next best team, in my opinion, in the NFC. And then the Cowboys after that, I'd say the Eagles clearly are the favorites, not just for the draft and how Howie Roseman just took all of Georgia's good players and brought them up to Philly, but more importantly to me, you kept the core veteran guys there as well. Uh, and Jalen showed us in that Super Bowl last year what he can be and what he can do. So I would say Philly is the NFC favorite going in. Now, there is no truth to the rumor that on the backside over here at Churchill Downs where people are scouting talent for their bets, and I saw Howie scouting players because everywhere he goes, touching magic right now and making magic and touching gold. Uh, but no doubt for me, the Eagles are the team to be going into this 2023 NFL season. Wow. And we saw Jalen Hurts get his contract before the others came. Lamar and some of the other guys are going to start getting theirs. But when you look at Aaron Rodgers and Tom Brady leaving the NFC and you'll look at all the quarterbacks in the AFC, could Jalen Hurts be the guy in the NFC for maybe the next three, four, five years? It's going to be a chance. Dak Prescott had that chance and hasn't had that great run. Dak's been good. And when healthy, he's been very good. But he hasn't been at the level where Jalen was last year, except for uh, the second half of the season a few years ago. As I said, start going through the NFC again. You go through the Giants and Washington. And then you start going through the NFC North, where Kirk Cousins is probably the most dependable veteran. Nobody in the South and out in the West. You know, you've got what Matthew Stafford did, but how healthy is he going to be? How about his cast? Matthew's best days are certainly behind him, not ahead of him, although he can still play at a championship level. I'd say if there's a quarterback you wanted to invest in for the next three to five years, if there were stocks, Jalen would have to be the blue chipper of the box. And we always look forward to seeing you come to Philly for Eagles Cowboys. Give us an idea of the atmosphere and the buildup that you guys have at NBC when you annually have the Eagles Cowboys on Sunday Night Football. Build up for me is, is Thursday coming up here in a few days. Uh, next week, we find out our schedule, where we're going to be. And no matter who it is with the Eagles, hopefully the Cowboys, whether it's in Dallas or in Philly, uh, it's something we look forward to. And I love the fact that Philly is not only good right now, but all the fans are all in on this team. And the energy at the link is just different than other places, you know. And that's not saying that there aren't good fans. Dallas, New York, and Green Bay, all across the NFL. You've got everybody's place. There's some juice. But Philly, with a good team and with really good expectations, very hard combination to beat. So, without a doubt, one of the best parts of next week for me will be seeing our Sunday night football schedule and find out when we get to hang and have you take us out to dinner. <laughs> Always on the NBC account, what, though. What are you Always. laughing at? What, what, what are you laughing at? You got no choice here, John. Always expense that, though. Thank, thanks, right. to Uncle NBC. Uh, <laughs> hey, so when you look at Philadelphia right now, I actually called our sports information company, Sports Radar, and I said, okay, we had Joel Embiid, now MVP, Bryce right. Harper, MVP, 2021, Jalen Hurts, runner-up MVP. They say this is the first time a city has had MVP or runner-up in three of the sports within a span of two years. So this is a pretty special time, but which one – do you think is most likely to get over the hump and win that next championship here? Well, I got the flyers on the line. Say, come on guys, what are you doing? We're, we're missing <laughs> out on you. Right. Um, that's a great nugget. I love that. And uh, that, that says a lot to this time. Right. And uh, watching it be uh, in, in playoffs and the buildup, the run to the end of the MVP as well, when healthy, just kind of lets you know that it's, it's right out there for him as well. 
I'd say it's a great time, right? It, what a great time to be a fan and appreciate it because what we see in sports now, John, is that guys don't stay in the same place for very long. Right? It seems like they want to move on. One of the nice parts of Philly is that whole process thing you've been talking about forever. Well, here's Joel delivering on that. With the Eagles, what do you have there? You've got a culture that starts with ownership, with Jeffrey, and goes to Howie as the GM, goes to Nick as the head coach, and now the quarterback. When you got those four pieces in the NFL, you got a chance to be good for a really long time. So I love what they have there. And it, you know, is a chance for Philly fans, kids that buy those jerseys, wear them, and grow up really connecting with a franchise and an organization. Uh, I know living in Detroit, where you have four pro sports teams as well, none of those teams have been good for 10 years. And the kids who are around, they don't get connected to the franchise. So these are generational things that are happening right now. And it's exciting to share sports with the next generation and for your generation to enjoy it. I think that's what Philly fans have in spades right now. You're so right. The Bryce Harper Phillies run of the World Series. I had some fathers saying my kids actually want to go have a catch now. They weren't into baseball at all. But it's interesting when you think about who could be the likeliest to win a title because you look at the NFC, Eagles have a good path to the Super Bowl, but you got those tremendous quarterbacks in the AFC. In baseball, man, you got the Braves, you got the Mets, you got the Dodgers, you got these teams in the National League. And then you look at the Sixers, if they could. Get by the Celtics. I know Joel's banged yes. up. I mean, which do you think is most likely? That's where I was going to go with, with that part of the equation, too, John. I should answer this question better. I, I think this is a huge series. And here's what I'm looking at in the East. The Knicks and Miami, I think, are going to bang heads, six, seven-game series, physical, taxing series. I think Lakers, Golden State, also going to be a long series out West. Denver's the one sitting out there. If they can knock off Phoenix quickly and get some rest, it might bode well for them down the line. Other than that, if Joel is healthy and Harden can have a game like he had the other night, I love those two guys because I've got a big and I've got a perimeter who can put up 40 points in a game. That's a hard combination to talk about every night going in. You can't take away both of those guys and win. So if I had to pick one, I think the Sixers right now have just as good a chance as the Eagles do coming in to this season. Because the AFC is stacked, stacked, stacked. Whoever gets through there is going to be a terrific team and very tested. So I might lean, since we're talking betting in the Derby weekend, I might lean Sixers right now and then Eagles. Interesting. So, so, you know, with the Eagles draft, a lot of people here in Philly were talking about getting an offensive player like a running back, Bijan Robinson. We knew the Eagles would not draft a running back that high, but do you think with the defensive guys they brought on with the defensive line, you think that they're looking ahead like, okay, we need to find a way to stop a Patrick Mahomes or a Joe Burrow in a Super Bowl? I think he stopped every team with the defensive line. Line play, uh, some of the roots of this franchise are still in the Andy Reid of build with a line and you build out. Look at Kansas City. Mahomes has changed that equation a little bit. But when you think about it, every success is up front on both sides of the ball. That allows Jalen to be a multiple offense of the ability to ability to drop back and pass protect, move a pocket, mobile, physical offensive lineman, uh, get Stoutland's great work with the old line, all of that stuff. So for me, I love that what they're doing right now is replenishing strength and replenishing strength. Uh, you know, those veterans like Fletcher Cox and Jason Kelsey, they're not going to be there for another four or five years. So how do we plan to 
bring guys along so you can get to the next era. And I think the overlay here with how his draft picks have done just that. And while the offense is the candy and the real sexy stuff to talk about and the fantasy football stuff, defense wins you games. Defense wins you the biggest, most important games. And what Philadelphia has built on defense here right now is, uh, to me, the one thing that kind of tilts the scales for me. In the NFC, to me, I know it's really early. If San Francisco's quarterback play can stabilize because of all the injuries they have, to me, it comes down to Dallas, San Francisco, Philadelphia. And I like what Philadelphia has up front, just like San Francisco. So those are the places I look at. And that's why I think the draft is so good on how we win. Yeah, it's amazing. Uh, before I let you go, you're going to be calling the Kentucky Derby. Uh, when you come to Philly or when you're calling Eagles-Cowboys, you get a chance to spend some time with Nick Sirianni, Jalen Hurts, and, and Jeff Lurie and everybody can't stop talking about Jalen Hurts being 24 and just how mature he is. I mean, you come across NFL players everywhere. Just how mature is he for his age? You nailed the word. It's the maturity, uh, presence, an unflustered way about him that I think takes it to a level that you don't see with a lot of other players. What, what do I mean by that? I think being around a dad who was so involved in coaching helped him be prepared that, hey, if something's happening, it's okay. We'll do our best. We'll process it. We'll move on to the next play. We'll forget it and move on. And the big turnovers don't stop you. They need to be, okay, we had a bad play. Let's come back and make four good ones and make up for it. And he has a maturity about him when you speak with him, a calmness that, you know, when you walk by and go, okay, I would trust my business in his hands. I trust our success in his hands. And that permeates the routine. So, like, I, I think of the Jalen Carter pick, and people go, well, you know, will some back off because there's off-the-field questions about this or that? That's a locker room that's going to take care of that kind of stuff. And that starts with the coach – but it also starts with the team inside that locker room. And in your quarterback, you've got a mature leader at a young age, which people would die for in the NFL. And it's something I think that will serve this organization and the city very well for the next several years. It's funny, and, and you made a good point there. It's funny because like sometimes you see Nick Sirianni getting over uh, overly emotional during the games, and, and even a couple times Jalen has calmed him yeah, down. He's calms him down. I love it. But see, Nick's a fit. And I'm going to take you to a weird place here to make a point. I live in Michigan. Rich Rodriguez was hired as the coach at the University of Michigan. I covered Rich for a bunch of years. Rich was a heck of a football coach, really good college football coach, terrific at West Virginia. Rich wasn't a fit for what the University of Michigan was. Bo Schembechler, Jim Harbaugh, that kind of stuff. No, Rich was like this spread, quick, run a bunch of plays offense. Michigan's a physical downhill running team, tough defense. So what's the point? Sometimes coaches fit, and they fit the franchise, they fit the fan base, and they fit the city. And I think Nick is the perfect example of that. And there's a toughness, there's an edginess, there's cockiness. Come on, take us on, right? And I think that gets everybody in the mindset of being able to thrive and succeed where others who don't go in with that edge and that attitude may get swallowed up and not be as good because of what it takes to be great in Philadelphia. 
Yeah, you are so right. And they found some good ones with Andy Reid, Doug Peterson, and now Nick Sirianni. <laughs> amazing. Pretty amazing. amazing. Mike Tirico, we look forward to the call. Kentucky Derby this Saturday on NBC. You're going to be hosting it there from the Kentucky Derby. We look forward to the coverage and always good catching up with you. And we will see you for Sunday Night Football and a dinner on NBC Sports Philadelphia and NBC. We all hear that? Yes. We all hear that. Everybody here, Clark is on the line for that. We look forward to that. Thanks, John. Great seeing you, man. On record. <laughs> Thanks a lot, Mike. We'll see you soon, buddy. There's no distance too far for the perfect trip. Hi, checking in for... Or the perfect table. Hey, where are you? Coming! And when you get access to Resi Priority Notify with your Amex Platinum card... Hey, this looks amazing. I'm so glad you made it and travel benefits at fine hotels and resorts booked through Amex Travel, it's worth the trip. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex.